yeah that's just like my american like teehee you know i don't know (laughs) (laughs) how long have you been working on dialects and all that oh that's really interesting um so i started um i've basically done theater and performing my whole life basically i started in primary school um so i was about nine or ten years old and i started taking after school acting classes and i kind of just started then like from day dot i mean living in new zealand most scripts and musicals you know they're based in america or europe so already immediately we learned to do scripts in american and english accents because that's just where they're based so i've never had like a dialect coach um like personally like like privately I've just kind of learned from working and doing shows and learning from other people so but I've never had um yeah like lessons per se but in Jersey Boys we did have um a dialect coach come in and just kind of work on our Jersey accents and yeah that that was really insightful Mm. so there I I think something people have a misconception of is let's say if you're not American people Mm -hmm. think oh you have to you're dropping the new the let's say in your case the New Zealand accent and then going into another accent but really you're just putting on another dialect I know for me for years I was I I I, it was just a few years ago I recently realized that Hugh Laurie was actually British Mm -hmm. so he's doing this amazing fucking amazing American accent as Dr. Mm -hmm. House and so I I used to talk to oh yeah he's dropping his British accent but no you're just he's, changing he's just, it, yeah. he's just doing mm. an American accent. Yeah, because, is that how you see it too? Like you're not dropping anything, you're just transitioning? Yeah, it feels so natural to me to do like an American accent. I've just, yeah, again, I've done it since I started theater and I've just been doing it ever since. So when I turn it on, it's so natural. I, I forget I'm doing it until I'm off the stage. So I feel like I'm very lucky to have a New Zealand accent because I feel like it's very hard to get if you're not like Australian or New Zealand. You know what I mean? Like I find it very... <laughs> Not not very often I'm able to, I'm able to pick up basically if someone's not from, you know, down under. But I yeah, yeah, it's no. very hard to do it. I yeah. I've been trying. to be actually nail it So I've been working on my Australian accent. It kind of slips into New Zealand sometimes, but it's really all about getting the inflection, you know, New Zealand, like we have a lot of American TV, like Friends is really popular here, like Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, like we, we all grew up watching those TV shows. So already Americans right in front of you. Um, and I grew up watching that. And um, Jersey Boys, yeah, like, well, we worked with an American. So that was really helpful. We worked Hayden. with Hayden Milanis. Hayden, yeah. Okay. How is it you are Milanis? How does he say it? We said Milanis. I hope that's right. He never corrected so, us. It's so funny. Hayden Milanis. So many I hope that's right, Hayden. So many different me. Jersey boys people say Milanese. So many different Jersey boys people say Milanese. We don't know. It, it might be a joke if it's Milanese. It, Milanese. Like oh, okay. oh, yeah, I think it's Milanese. That's so funny. Yeah. It was so. It was so. It was so amazing to see that. Yeah. He 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 was going to play Frankie because I mean yeah. we, we all know we all know him from the second national. Okay, yes. so let's let let's just say there are bootlegs, okay? Bootlegs exist. Yes. And yeah. there there so there are many bootlegs of Hayden. And so yeah. um and so it was really, really cool that he got to do the show again in such a in a brand new place. Mm-hmm. It, this was and this was a brand new production, right? Yes. Yeah. So it was not a Dodgers theatrical production. It was, was G- it was GNT, right? 
Yeah, no, it, it was a New Zealand uh, production company that put it on, yeah. Okay, yeah, so could you walk us through your audition process and how you found out about the new production? Yeah, yeah, so, um, oh, where do I begin? Well, you, you had done shows with Amici, with Amici, which then yes. became GNT, right? Yeah, so I'll, I'll start with that. So um, the year before in 2020, um, this was the year of COVID. So, wow, 2020, um, what a 2020, time. what a time. Um, <laughs> I did the production of Mary Poppins with Amici at the time, which is now GNT. So um, we that's saw the those same. pictures. We saw those oh, pictures yeah, of stunning. point, yes, that point the of theater. view picture. It was yeah, so we, we, we made it into broadway.com, which was insane. We were the biggest show in the world at the time. And I, I still can't even comprehend that. Like, we are so fortunate in New Zealand to be in a position where we are still able to put on large scale musicals and productions um, because we've contained COVID so well. You know, um, we had a lockdown for a few months um, and that also pushed back our production of Mary Poppins. We were supposed to be in April, which is when craziness happened. So we had a two month lockdown. And then after that, we kind of had like another month or so of just kind of getting back into like regular everyday life. And then we had another month to kind of get Mary Poppins back to where it was supposed to be. And then we did the show in September, October people don't come here to see theater, you know, um, usually people leave to see theater. We leave to study and we leave to, you know, continue our dreams elsewhere. Um, so for there to be a professional large scale musical touring New Zealand was wow. crazy. And what a show. I was, and what a show. What a show. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I, I was actually 19 when I auditioned because my birthday's in December and I auditioned in November. So I was I was still a teenager when I auditioned. Amazing. Um, Happy birthday. Awesome. Awesome. Thank awesome. you. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, um, what, what was really what was really funny um, was that the theater that we did Mary Poppins in, which is the beautiful Civic Theater. Um, you said you saw the photos. It's absolutely stunning. It's like a 2,300 seat theater. It's oh, it's beautiful. The architecture is stunning. Um, very fortunate to have done it in that beautiful theater. And um, the auditions for Jersey Boys were around the corner in this other little theater. So I, I don't know if I remember this correctly, but I think I had a two show Mary Poppins day and I did a show, did my audition. And then I came back and did another Mary Poppins show, something crazy like that. Um, and at the time I was actually auditioning for schools in Australia for this year. So I was, I was actually going to study in Australia this year. I got into the diploma course in NIDA, which is in Sydney. And then I also got into the diploma course in WAPA, which is in Perth. And um, these are musical theater schools? These are musical theater courses. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Australia. Great. So I planned to go over there and I kind of auditioned for Jersey Boys. I auditioned, yeah, I auditioned for Jersey Boys just kind of in case I, I didn't get in. But it was more just because I wasn't super set on moving to Australia during this time. And I think I, I kind of knew that in my heart. I kind of wanted to stay and really do this show. So I auditioned for the show and then I actually found out pretty quickly. I think I was one of the first few people to find out and I found out um yeah I think actually before my birthday like a week before my birthday I found out which was really cool what and they told me that I got Francine yes yeah, so I, I, I auditioned for Francine and then I got Francine so I was super happy with that and yeah there was actually a few other people from the Mary Poppins cast that auditioned as well that also got in so that was really cool and yeah the the process for me was really fun I obviously knew the creative team because I worked with them in Mary Poppins so it was really chill and the New Zealand musical theater scene is super small so I knew about 80% of the people that were in the audition <laughs> yeah. like everyone else did so again it was really chill really fun um the audition dance we did was obviously Boyfriend's Back which was really fun mm -hmm. um 
Destiny is our awesome choreographer. She did such a wonderful job. And then Grant Mace obviously was our director and Zach Johns was our musical director. And I've worked with them all before. So again, really, just a really fun um, process. And then had a callback and all the boys came in their suits. They asked them to wear like suit jackets for the yeah. callbacks. So they could practice all of this. And that was yes. really cool. <laughs> but yeah, that was the process. It was just really fun. And yeah. Had you seen Jersey <laughs> Boys before? I mean, how did you hear? How did you, how did it come into your existence? Yeah existence so it, it toured to New Zealand <laughs> I think like 2012 2011 yeah. it was like the Australian tour um, yeah I didn't actually know of it then um but I, I did know of the musical I wasn't like super familiar with the storyline but of course I knew their songs who doesn't mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and um I basically just did like as much research as I could before I auditioned like I usually do I watched the movie and I watched like as much of like bootlegs online as I could I listened to the music and everything and that was kind of my first like introduction to watching the show was just prepping for the audition and um Christchurch which is um a town a city I should say in the south island of New Zealand was actually doing that production um in November to January but this was a different right this was, was a, different a different New Zealand company yeah mm-hmm. yeah I remember that yeah so I, I flew down to Christchurch from Auckland and I watched that show and the cool thing was is that I found it I got into the show the day before I flew down so I was watching the show knowing that I was going to do it um yes. in other how cities in Auckland that yeah. must feel so amazing so it was it was such a beautiful feeling to sit there being like, wow, I'm going to be able to share the story and do this musical. And it was also a great thing because I could watch my track as well. I could be like, oh, exactly. yeah, I'm good here. Yeah. oh yeah, I'm going to do that. So yeah, it was great. It was, yeah, it was really great. And we also did use a few of those people from that cast in our cast as well. Okay, so nice. yeah. Francine is hardly in the show. And that already intrigues me because her, her bit is so powerful, right? She's mm-hmm. on for one scene and she has that one moment. And I was like, wow, I want to like, I want to have that moment and see how much I can put into that character in that one scene. And, and I really want to do that. It's, it's a, that's the sign of a pure like actress. You know, you really want to have that challenge. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, yeah. I mean, they, they, they tell you all the time in, in like, you know, growing up in community theater and theater school, you know, there's no small parts, only small actors, oh, you know? absolutely. And it's, it's, I mean, people say, oh, that's something they tell you just to be, just so that you could be okay with being in the ensemble. And maybe there's an element of truth to that, but at the same time, it's like, how many, how many- How many more hits do you think you're gonna write? How many more hits do you think you're gonna No, but, but, but how many cameos of people like uh, celebrity cameos are so much more memorable exactly yeah Key- keyword is memorable and um i think Francine's seems yeah. definitely a memorable character and, and well, she she drives that too you know like at, at the end like she's the reason why frank she's definitely the, the idea also that drives act two also yeah, yeah not only her character but like the idea of her character and that that person almost it's almost like Frankie has put her on a pedestal by the end, you know, uh, th- that Summers in Jersey monologue, um, plus also, um, plus which, <laughs> like, you know, but, you know, when, when he's talking to Lorraine, he's like, you know, my daughter, you know, four octave range, she got uh-huh. it, gets up on the table, I can, like, she, do you watch Doctor Who? I've watched a few episodes, but I'm not like, you know, I don't. Watch so there, there, there's an idea that the doctor at one point will fly so high, will fly the ever, will fly the ever, will fly the highest he <laughs> ever flew. 
but will fall farther than, and I feel like Francine, the way he pictured her in his mind, like the idea of Francine is different than who Francine really was. And of course, strictly we're talking about Francine Valley in the show. Yeah, the character. The character Francine in the show. Yes. Like she, like he, he made her in his mind fly higher, which then for him made her fall as low as she could right. fall. Metaphorically speaking. With yeah. The song. Yeah. And the way you staged it, the way you guys staged it was Francine on for Fallen Angel. Yes. Oh. oh okay. Wow. Yes. Could you walk us through the the phone call scene? Yeah. And, and yeah. what what your staging was like, and how you were directed, and yeah, what, sure. what 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 how you got into character for that for that scene? Yeah, I'd love to. So this the set was pretty true to the original. You know, it has the spiral staircase, and then it has the other staircase. Um, Hayden said it was a bit different in places, but like the general consensus was basically the same. Okay. Um, so stage left is where they had Mary's kitchen table and Hayden with the phone and everything and Frankie mm -hmm. and I was on stage right um, under the spiral staircase and the phone was connected to the set and the phone obviously you could pull the phone there was a cord connecting it and I could just kind of step out a bit close to the front because um, the phone was quite far back but um, I came into the scene um, during his monologue as he's traveling over so that I could be established before the lights come up and it kind of oh, it kind of seamlessly transitions. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so that's, as, that's as cool. he's if this is the audience and this is the stage. Um, as he's traveling, I kind of walked on into my space as he kind of arrived. So that when the lights came up on both of us, we were both there, which was quite cool. Yeah. Um and then obviously the phone rings and I'm there and I'm standing and he answers the phone. Um and when I first started this, I played it a lot of different ways um again it's it's a scene with so many types of interpretation like most scenes um but grant gave me a lot of freedom he just said find what works with you and what chemistry you can connect with um with hayden you know so i think i first tried it a bit softer almost like i was apologetic um in a way and that kind of had a nice feel to it it just didn't make her seem like a bad person um but then I I I talked to Hayden through the scene quite a bit like he he called me and he he gave me some of his feedback and I kind of gave some of mine and I actually I have a notes of all the things he said oh, and wow. kind of what, what we talked about so basically we were talking about how you know this is probably not the first time Francine has called home I'm I think that's a given right she's probably called many times so it's a pattern behavior so she does this quite a lot um and then obviously the big question is why is she calling you know is she calling for money is she calling because she wants to be picked up is she calling because something bad's happened is she calling because she just wants to talk to her mom like just wants to hear her mom's voice so there's so many questions there with where I could go and already then each of those different questions is a completely different path right, right. um so then we talked about um how when I was doing it a bit softer, it made it seem like that there was a severe lack of trauma going on. Like, I feel like if I'd heightened it, which I did in the end, I did make it a bit more like the stakes were higher. It just kind of added that, like that traumatic kind of energy. Um, and then, oh yeah. So then we also talked about how she could also possibly be like maybe drunk or high at the time, like while oh, she's on the she, phone. Yeah. And that could yeah. also just add like a super kind of uncomfortable feeling as well in the audience, you know, cause it's so different, you know, he's had this big concert, you know, and everything. And he's, you know, everything's really fun and happy. And then there's just like the scene 
where his daughter comes on and she's you know drunk and high basically and she's you know it's just mm-hmm. I just feel like it adds a lot of grit and everything 100% and then it came we sort of ended the conversation with talking more about how just more of the relationship between um, Frankie and Francine and how there's an underlying idea that she knows that he loves her but she kind of more than just, she just pushes him. it away like yeah or, or almost that like she doesn't think that he loves him that he loves her sorry but he does and he's just trying to be like the dad like no you should be home you know you can't be doing this but he's like oh but maybe I should be nice and you know I, I need to show her that I love her and the fact that he didn't do that almost drove her to, to be like this because she wanted to impress her father right you know as you were saying she made her seem you know so great and so high that she had such a further way to fall basically and then kind of as the show goes on um he talks about how he starts to call her and kind of gain a better relationship but obviously in the end it just it wasn't enough and the damage had already been done and yeah it ended in tragedy Wow. Okay. Well, I, yeah. I love hearing how, how so, you think about this. Yeah. Yeah, There's a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I always talk about, like, especially with the Jersey girls, like how the girls really do drive the show and they are the anchors and the pillars of the show. You know, but wasn't as like, yeah. he had to get past, like when he was younger with Mary in order for him to, to move on and try to be more mm-hmm. serious about the band. And then Lorraine just to get over all the things being on the road and then, yeah and like to get out of the neighborhood right you know right and yeah. yeah so it's um but, but the scene and then she's just like give me a break you know yeah. it's like that's the yeah like, how did you deliver that line what what I actually thought was so funny is that line. Can I swear on here? Am I allowed to swear? Please. Oh please yes great okay so her line <laughs> she says give me a fucking break you probably already realized this but Mary actually says that line before my eyes adore you, right? So I think oh, when like shit. the cast- yeah. I never put that- Yes, right? I knew that Mary says to be but I yeah. never consciously- But then Francine says it. Oh shit. Right? So we link that and we're like, oh my God. So she obviously learns from her mother. And that's probably why she's also so like, you know, you know, it's Jersey, right? Her mom's super like, oh, fuck this, fuck you, you know? Yeah. Attitude, right? Attitude. So Francine's got an attitude, so. Um, I think I kind of, I played with it every night. I mean, you know, I don't think I ever kept the scene the exact same. The feeling was there, but, you know, I like to play around with it. Um, yeah. I don't really know. I, I, I definitely delivered it differently every night. Um, I think I kind of just made like an arc, like I just worked up to it. Mm-hmm. So that whole, that whole line is, what is it? I know, I know you're working, you're slaving away in the road right. so you can give us, give us a break, you know? And I kind of just arced it, I think, so that that was like the point. And then I kind of brought it back after that line. Um, Cause obviously I, I knew that I, and that gives me a reason to hang up. You know, the fact that he's not giving me the, f- he's not giving the phone. I've, I've said this, I've like reached my peak. I've said, you're just like, give me a fucking break. Now give like, give me, give the phone to my mom. And he's still going on. And I'm like, okay, well, he's obviously not going to do that. Hang up. Like there's no point in right. continuing this, which is basically, okay. yeah. Yeah. So, so was there a certain music cue that you had to hit at a certain time? Like if, if you, I think line. that's a vamp. I think yeah. that I can't give you anything but love that's playing under it. That's one of the vamps. Right. And so it just, hit, yeah, so off. it just stops. And then it's the, mm. dun, dun, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. 
good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, one, that's one of my favorite sections in the good I think it is my favorite musical section in the entire show. I think yeah. I, f- I think a funny thing about that scene is that when we did it, so Auckland was our first um little season and then Wellington was our second half of the season. And the theater in Wellington was a lot smaller. Um the sight lines mm-hmm. were quite bad. So I had to I was a lot further on stage for the phone scene, which was really funny because I didn't account for it. I think it was I, it, was, it was probably one of the first shows we did in Wellington about how far I'd have to go back to hang up the phone. So oh, no. <laughs> I'd like done the scene, I was in the moment and I turned around to like hang up the phone and I was like, oh my God, no, I have to like <laughs> run to the phone. <laughs> and, um, I actually broke the phone in one of the, in one of the shows. Um, when I hang it up, like really angrily, I broke the clip. So oh. I like held the phone and then I like angrily threw it on the floor because I couldn't hang it up on anything because I broke it. <laughs> and that was funny. I, I wanted to comment something on what you said earlier about how yes. how Francine was possibly high or drunk um, when she made the phone call. It's it, mm-hmm. in, in the movie, her met her guy, the, the bodyguard, the bot. No, no, the drug, the drug, yeah. He's standing by her, mm-hmm. and then she doesn't hang up the phone. Mm-hmm. He hangs up the phone for her. Yeah, yeah, which adds a, a huge sense of danger. That's- yeah, that's a completely different motive. Completely different thing. And I wonder in, in like a newer production if, if, they, would if, if they would if they would add that like, like sort of on stage yeah. cameo character. Yeah. Like No, it's okay. Wow. Yeah, that, that's really interesting. Yeah. But do you know of any specific changes between um like, like the original script from season four into what you all had for your production? Like any is anything taken out or added? Or change just like like from the original yeah like any, any line changes yeah i think our um, bob crew added a line because it wasn't okay. in the script i don't know if it was from the original and it wasn't in the script and he added it in um but you'll probably know um it was after it's after the, they're doing in the in the recording studio um and and, oh, the, for, for the, the backup sessions yeah the, the backup sessions correct yeah. okay so um such and such everyone's sung trance is gone and bob crew's like no 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 no, stop 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 and bob gordio comes up and says something um quite like blunt and brutal to crew and he says well baby scorpio shows his sting is that in the show oh, oh no. no okay i think he added that okay yeah he's like oh well well baby scorpio shows oh, so his I, I, sting i think, I think like, if i'm if i'm if i'm assuming correctly it's Bob says, well, maybe you just need to find a new group, you know, because yes, the, yeah. the line after that is like, oh, um, you all feel this way? Mm. Yes, correct. I do. Yeah. I do. I'm with them. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Because I think something comes before that. He says, okay, then listen to this. Either you give us a date when you're going to record us four songs, like you promise, or we're going down the hall to make a deal with people who keep their word. You know your problem, gentlemen? You've got an identity crisis. Maybe if you find yourselves a name and a sound, little Bobby here would know who he's writing for. And then Bob says, you know what? Maybe you need to find yourself another group. Um, I think he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Baby Scorpio shows his sting. And then he carries oh, on. Oh, uh, I yeah. see. You all feel this way? You all feel- wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yo. That's a really fun moment. That's awesome. Well, thank you for that addition. That's so fun. Seriously, that's, yes. that's yeah. sick. I, I can't think of anything else that was added, but I'm sure there were some little things. I'm sure, yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Did Grant make it a, a point to say, like, it's like okay, we're going to try something different than 
the original um, what was his overall approach to directing the show? I think his, his biggest thing was just keeping the whole essence of the show. Right. You know, why, why fix what's not broken, right? You know, the show's, right. m- most of the stuff was really natural. Like he just kind of said, let's just, let, let's just do it. And let's just, you know, let's just try it. And, you know, um, in a way that was really great just to kind of play and yeah, it was just natural, you know, because yeah. all the scenes just fit really well and just the it's chemistry true. was already there. And then he just kind of tweaked things, you know, like, oh, it doesn't work like that. Let's just have you walking from back here, things like that. But the scenes themselves were really just like a team effort and how everything fit together. When it was on Broadway, all you had to do was go across because most of their, most of their audience members when they first, first started were New Jersey people, you know, people who, yeah, who knew yeah. Frankie, who knew crew, who knew Gaudio, who knew Nick, these are guys who grew up in the same neighborhood in the same street. So they were like, okay, we know it can play on Broadway. But what, how do we know it's going to be the same thing around, around the U.S. in L.A. and like, you know. And they made some changes. How did the local audiences in New Zealand, first of all, this is your first professional, the first professional musical theater production. Touring. Touring. So how, how did the audience react to this material that's so, um, so American centric, mm-hmm. Jersey centric, Italian and and how how did you guys come together to really drive that home and keep that legacy going yeah no it it landed super well in New Zealand it was um it was talked about all over the country we received such great feedback and incredible reviews um yeah the audiences got up and danced with us at the end like it was just so like almost every night we had a standing ovation you know but by act two everyone's really into the show you know it opens with big man in town which is super fun we had sparkly jackets um and by then the audience kind of warmed into it a bit more um but yeah they just loved it like it was it was better than I could have expected and yeah I, I don't think it was any different than it could have been overseas it was just as loved and just as appreciated and supported here we had some dancing in the audience we definitely had some people jump up and come forward and dance and that was like hey it was great yeah that's so cool (laughs) i love it yeah i I feel like that might get distracting though for actors like do you ever worry if they'll like hop on stage with you (laughs) no um but actually now that you bring that up um no, like all, all of the dancing and like the big standing ovations and the partying at the end was never a distraction because we just partied with them, you know, we just yeah. had like a really fun time in the bows. But there was actually one show um, where there was an incident happen- happening in the audience. Um, and I think a patron just had just got quite sick and they had to like oh. bring some of the staff in, and it, but they, they didn't stop the show. And that was totally fine. That was the front of house's call. And the person is fine, by the way. We got um, oh, okay, in contact God. with yeah. them. And they're absolutely fine. Um, they just had, I think it was like a heart a heart attack during the show oh, shit. oh my god but but that, that said they were fine um yeah and it was during the show and it was all during like a what a night and, and the big three concert numbers like sherry like it was all they, they must have been just so, so overwhelmed with, with, wow. they were just so overwhelmed with all of this magic going on but yeah it was happening in like the the, the top circle and there was just a big crowd and all the doors were open so all the light was coming in um so that that was like quite distracting for the guys they were saying but again like we were just so happy that they were okay and they wanted us to keep going obviously but no like none of the dancing ever distracted us it was just (laughs) oh good oh my gosh well i'm so happy to hear that 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 they're okay and yes yes me too like they kept coming back to your show. We saw in your story. We um, had some re- person come attenders. twelve times. <gasps> we had this one that person come twelve okay. times. We, I know. Between us, 
between me and Gia, we have seen the show almost 25 times. Tour, like, oh Broadway, um, new uh, off-Broadway. Um, and I mean, we've seen the movie collectively 175 oh, times. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so, we, we get it. That's how the show is. Like, no matter where you are, you want to come back and sing it. And like you were saying before, like the script really does speak for itself. Everything flows, mm-hmm. and it's so rare that you have a show like that. Yeah, it's yeah. just so like the 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 theme of the show. Everyone yeah. remembers it how they need to. You yeah. know, that's just every oh, yeah. like I mean every so single day. How many times? I, I know how how many times. Sorry, how do you hear it? How many times do you, have you heard someone tell a story different time? You know, depending on how they're feeling that day. You know, yeah. like, you, you, I like Gia has. I, I'm yeah. sure you know has heard has heard my stories a million billion times. Yeah. You know, I'm sure one day I'll tell it differently. You know, just right. it's how we're feeling in the moment. So like everyone remembers it how they need to, and we talk about how. Rick and Marshall, Rick Ellis and Marshall Brickman, they wrote some of these lines that the characters say that you don't really realize how much of an impact they have until, I mean, also another one of the themes of the show, family is everything. Think about the context in which oh, Frankie said family is everything. Like he's cheating on his wife. He's cheating on his wife. Are you kidding? He said that to me. He said that was my character. <laughs> <laughs> that was, we always found that so funny because I, because I was, um, I sang Boyfriends Back. I was the lead vocalist in that song. So I was the girl. I was like, then why get married? And then, you know, he'd say, family is everything. And we're so, we're so happy that you guys had to, that you guys got to have Jersey Boys out oh, there in such amazing. a crazy time, you know? I remember telling the team that I, I was so lucky to be able to watch it in Christchurch um, because I, I don't know what I would have done if I hadn't been able to see it because I would just want to watch it right it was it's was so engaging like even just the transitions like yeah. so quick like going like they're just so exciting to watch and like the music's great and there's just never a dull moment I was never not drawn into the story um yeah so I'm Definitely so, I'm so happy that I saw it because I would have been yeah. aching to watch it from the other side yes yeah. I would be too I, I always need some kind of foundation before Me too. I see something and- yeah. What, what's your tracking though? Like, how does that work in rehearsals, trying to figure out exactly what you were doing? Yeah. So, um, our the original cast, I think, is only supposed to have fifteen. Is that correct? On stage. Oh. Um. Okay. So there's okay. there's there's three girls, four guys. Um, yeah, three plus at seven. Um. Crew. Norm. Norm, Barry Belson, Jip. so that's 10, Jip, that's 11. Hank's character? Hank, is Joe I, uh, no, no, Hank, okay, so I think Hank, yeah, Joe, that's already 30, so it's about 15, yeah. 15, yeah, so we had 18, we had three extra people, which um, would have been the offstage swings, but they were offstage. on stage, so we actually had four girls on stage, which oh, meant that wow. we worked as so our offstage swing was an onstage swing actually so we had the, the three girls Mira Lorraine and Francine then we had our we had Jesse Jesse Lawrence who was our onstage offstage swing so mm. um all of our um tracks were actually completely different like I didn't do all my oh. Francine tracks so um I was the church the church girl which was supposed to be Lorraine I believe right um yeah. um we had the offstage swing doing boyfriends back we didn't have the Mira character doing that so that was different oh, okay. um 
well, that leaves her yeah. time to change. Right. Yeah, it does. Yes, yeah. so it was. It was all different. Yeah. So the only thing that was like the same was obviously our characters, and then Francine and me also being the lead in the boyfriend's back song. But everything else was different. It wasn't two book um, because again we had that extra girl on, and then we also had the two extra. Oh, the yeah, the the two extra guys on. So then the boys tracks like the Hank tracks and the um, Jip, who's supposed to be, I believe, the um, the court the judge yes that I, I, was some production so in, in right, on broadway yeah. jip was also the judge but on tour and off broadway right now not on the cruise um mm. bob crew is the judge yeah well our bob crew was the judge um yeah yeah um but it was it was pretty um a lot easier it seems like like more more streamlined maybe yeah yeah it, it wasn't as like it wasn't as streamlined basically we kind of added oh. you know those people oh, on edges. okay so um, it wasn't streamlined so but it was it was um more so it, it was it left room for more people so i would also i need to i would love to know how how do you know basically the plans for this show it looks just so the production value just looks incredible mm-hmm. the, yeah the, the, we, the, we had um we, we we had investors in the show um obviously I, i'm not I don't really know how the production no, no. side of it worked as much. Um, but yeah, all the set was all built in New Zealand. Um, most of the props were built. I think a few of them were bought from the Christchurch production, but 80% of them were all brand new. And they'll now be turned into a consortium, which oh. means that it will travel around the country. So other um, other, product, other companies, companies can do it. Um, yeah, we'll basically rent it out and do the right. show around New Zealand. So I think it'll be going around now for the next like three years i don't think it'll be like a full-scale professional like we like we like we've done but it'll still like be going around new zealand for a few years longer so the story continues yes story absolutely continues. oh that's so exciting yay well there's so yeah. much forward yeah. to you. well please yeah. i'm madagascar we will share like, every, anything that you're working on we're here to support you everybody yeah thank you and so everyone, much yeah everyone go please fo- please follow gina hutton on instagram <laughs> Um, look up the GNT production of Jersey Boys so you can you know see the memories and see the pictures yeah. and you know they shared some videos yeah. and um, thank you for listening and watching another episode of Silhouettes JV Podcast and, and thank you Gina thank you, so Gina, much for coming thank on. you so much thank you thank you